This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The most famous of all is Miranda Devine. She is the best columnist in the country. I'm sorry, Michael Goodwin, you line up behind her New York Post. Her most recent book about Hunter Biden was a bestseller in about a day. And she's actually, this is amazing, in Australia today, Bernie and the crew, uh, covering the local elections. But after a great appearance on Maria this morning, she's kind enough to join me and Bernie. First question, Miranda, what time is it there in Australia? Oh, hi, Sid. Um, hi. It is, uh, what time is it? Oh, gosh, my my clock is on. It's 11 p.m. Oh, my, computer my is God. On New York time still, because I only just arrived yesterday, and I'm here for three weeks. And... Uh, We'll see what happens with the election year. It's all very um, up in the air, I think. Looks like the Conservatives will lose. Oh, so that's, that's Australia's sad. Australia's going to go down America's path, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, last time you were on, uh, you did say that you felt somewhat vindicated that the New York Times, the Washington Post, all these liberal outlets admitted that Hunter Biden had done the things that you wrote that he did. So uh, we knew from day one your investigative work was top-notch. We knew you were right. Me and Bernie talked about it uh, from day one. But even though you said you felt a bit vindicated and you were right, for me at least, Miranda, for me at least, Hunter Biden is not enough. Unless the big guy gets indicted too, I feel like we dropped the ball. How do you feel about that? Well, look, in an ideal world, but I think it's going to be done in stages. I don't think we're going to be seeing a Joe Biden indictment while he's president, to tell you the truth. Um, but uh, he's certainly culpable. We know that he was definitely involved in his son Hunter's business dealings, even though he told us multiple times he wasn't. So it's kind of ironic that a guy who is bends the truth all the time is now his administration is running a ministry for truth. That's, isn't that, it is so typical, it's so Orwellian. It is the opposite of the reality. This administration is the least transparent, the least honest of any in recent memory. And of course, they're the ones with the ministry of truth. And uh, Miranda Devine, to that point, the woman who's going to lead this ministry of truth she called the laptop from hell, the name of your book, the title of your book, she called it a Trump campaign product. This woman, she pushed the Trump-Russia collusion, the Steele dossier, a bunch of other things, you know, all, all this, uh, these hoaxes over the past couple of years, and she's going to lead the Ministry of Truth. And, of course, as, as I mentioned, the laptop from hell, Trump campaign product. I mean, what are these people, have, what, what are they thinking? Do they have this... That must disdain and contempt for us as uh, as voters, as as constituents, that they just bold face lie to us to our faces like that. Yes, that's exactly what it is. They are hardcore ideologues. This woman is utterly ignorant. All she does is just do what she's told. She is an ideologue. She follows along with her left wing radical ideologues. They don't care about America. They don't care about the truth. Uh, she's just like her boss, uh, Alexandro Mayorkas. 
uh, he is the same. I mean, if you saw him during the week give testimony, he doesn't care about illegal migration. He loves it. He's embracing it. And yet he lies and he says, oh, we've got the border under control. No, they don't. Mm. They haven't at all. I mean, there were 200,000 plus gotaways just since October. Uh, he's he's among the two and a half million people that have flooded over the border, over the southern border since Joe Biden became president. We have we're now told that there were 42 suspected terrorists that were encountered. So God knows how many that we didn't ever encounter that just slipped into the country. And Mallorca doesn't care. They don't care about humanity. Uh, you know, we we had one of the um, congressmen uh, held up some you know, faces of the dead, the, the people who, Americans who've died of fentanyl overdoses. Yeah, chip boy. The office doesn't care about that. They don't care about humanity. They are, well, they don't care about people. They sort of care about humanity in general, sort of theoretically. She is uh, brilliant and lovely. She's our friend Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist and brilliant author, live from Australia as we speak, where she says the conservatives are about to lose. We think it'll be the opposite here with uh, midterms going our way in 2024. Mm. So with that said, let's talk specifically about Donald Trump. I know you talked about this with Maria this morning. And specifically, Miranda, about Donald Trump's campaign strategy. If you were sitting with him every day, what would you tell him? Uh, I think what I would say is focus on the future. Don't keep on banging on about the 2020 election. I mean, he's right. The Democrats rigged the playing field uh, and uh, let others make that point and let the Republican, uh, you know, in, in each state, they are doing the work of turning back the tide uh, and being called Jim Crow racist for doing it. Um, I just would think with with Donald Trump, it looks a bit sore loserish. It looks a bit negative and sour. I mean, he won in 2016 because he had that sort of Reagan-esque uh, morning in America, um, you know, let's make America great again. It, that was a really optimistic view. And I think um, it made people feel good and they wanted to vote for him. And now I, I just think it's just too too dark, too, too sort of dour, uh, he would be better off just going back to making America great again. Uh, look how terrible Biden is. He doesn't really have to do much. I mean, if he does run in 2024, whoever runs in 2024, frankly, uh, a Republican, if they're halfway decent, um, they are going to win because the Democrats have done such a shocking job. But uh, look, the Republicans being what they are, you never know that they might uh, screw it up. <laughs> no, absolutely right. And, uh, again, so Donald Trump, you say don't focus on the past. But, Miranda, you and I know that uh, that Donald Trump is not going to listen to us. I I agree a a thousand percent with you. Just focus on Biden and his failures. Do not distract or bring in distractions. Give them fodder for for distractions. So we know he's not going to do it. So uh, based on that, you have uh, on on the on-deck circle this, this governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, he is, uh, I mean, this guy has got everything going for him. So would you say at this point, knowing, stipulating that Donald Trump will not listen to our advice, he will focus on the 2020 election, would you say that Ron DeSantis would be a better candidate for 2024? Look, he would um, because he's younger and he seems to be a sort of a, a Trump 
without that sort of he's as bold and as uh, aggressive as Trump is, and yet he doesn't have some of the um, issues with, I guess, you know, trusting people too much, wanting people's approval too much. Uh, that doesn't seem to be Ron DeSantis's issue. But on the other hand, I don't want to jinx Ron DeSantis. He's young yet. He has a lot of time going for him. Uh, you don't want him, you don't want to burn him out and, right. and ruin him too early. Agreed. So I, I kind of think uh, we just let things lie a little bit. Don't champion one or the other. Just see how things pan out. Um, and it really will be up to the American people. We'll see yeah. how the polls go. We'll see how Donald Trump's picks go in the midterms to see how much power he has. Good point. Yeah, I've actually Excellent said uh, twice this morning, the best case scenario is Trump is still going to win. He's, he, Trump would still beat DeSantis today, even with the negativity. Let Trump, uh, let, hopefully Trump wins one more. And then, then, after governing Florida for four more years, you get eight years of DeSantis. That's what we want. Twelve straight years, one more Trump win, and uh, then two consecutive Ron DeSantis wins. So a couple of weeks ago, Miranda, I came to you because you were kind enough to write a blurb for my book, along with Craig Carton, Bill O'Reilly, Peter King, and uh, Chaz Palminteri, with great forwards, mind you, from John Katsimatidis and Bernie McGurk. And I said, hey, Miranda, do me a favor. After you had great success with Laptop from Hell, the Hunter Biden book, can you put on social media, my book is available now on Amazon, and you said yes. And I thought you meant Instagram, because everybody does Instagram. You didn't even know what your Instagram address was. You went right to Twitter, right to Twitter, and it worked out well for me. I sold a ton of books that day because of Twitter. So you obviously love Twitter. You're active on Twitter. You have to be thrilled that Elon Musk is now in charge. She's gone. Well, well right, Sydney. I mean, I've got a lot of, a lot of followers uh, 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 miraculously appeared on my Twitter account <laughs> after Elon Musk took over. Yeah. And so, therefore, yes, I am ecstatic and delighted. But I'm down here in Australia. It's 11.15, and I'm getting quite tired, so I think maybe I'll take a nap. So thank you for the interview. I'll see you all later. Now, she's actually, that was a great job, but she is back. Miranda, I was just talking about how you tweeted out my book and all that good stuff, and you must be thrilled that Elon Musk has taken over Twitter. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? Well, I mean, I, I was so honored, Sid, honestly, to be with all those fabulous people in your um, promoting your book. But yeah, Elon Thank Musk, uh, it's, it's great. Uh, we're looking at someone who's you know, he's not right, he's not left, he just believes in free speech, but in a way, he's one of those uh, Democrats, you know, he's realised that the party's just been totally taken over by radicals and uh, dragged left. So he's sort of in there on, on the centre right now. And uh, you know, most Americans um, agree that he's going. Elon, Elon Musk is going to make Twitter better. And we saw that in a Rasmussen poll out today, which shows that a majority of Americans, 62%, think that Elon Musk will make it better. And that includes every Democratic, every sorry, every demographic, including Democrats. Uh, a majority of Democrats, I think 57%, uh, think that it's a good thing that Elon Musk is getting involved. So I, it just shows you that Twitter employees are completely out of touch with American mainstream thinking, and um, that's why Twitter is such a disaster. I mean, they probably had the same people that are in the New York Times newsroom, 
Journalism, in the Washington Post newsroom. They, they have come straight out of university. They don't know what real life is like. And they'll probably go and graduate to the Ministry of Truth. Get on that board. <laughs> <laughs> New York Post columnist Miranda Devine on the Bernie and Sid Show, calling us from Australia, by the way. Miranda, bring it back to uh, New York City here. Eric Adams, uh, he's, he's, he's exhorting people to videotape uh, cops, believe it or not. And he, he also, crime is up exponentially since he took over, since he took office, way up over de Blasio's crime stats from last year. Is it too early to say Eric Adams is a failure? Look, I don't want to say he's a failure because it's early days and we can't afford for another man to be a failure. But he's just, you know... He talks and talks, and then he doesn't do what he, he has to do. He's not getting tough with his own party, with the Democrats who have created these laws that started this disaster. And then, you know, what is he doing attacking the police? The big problem that we have is that the morale of the NYPD is just, you know, at rock bottom because of all the um, ugly anti-police riots and anti-police feeling for the last couple of years. And... Uh, and, and, you know, for him to say, oh, they, that people, the public should be taking photos of cops and shopping them for looking at their mobile phones, it's just such an insult. And, so, you know, I think any cop that's left in the NYPD, uh, we should be treasuring and, and give, you know, showering them with uh, extra money and uh, extra, you know, overtime and, uh, and lots of praise yep. because it's a, it's a pretty bad job and we need them right now to fix the city and they need to be unshackled, unhandcuffed, allowed to do their job instead of having someone like Eric Adams knowing that that's a, that's a mayor, unlike Rudy Giuliani, who is not on their side. And uh, he was he was elected as mayor because he was an ex-cop and New Yorkers thought that he would be the person to fix law and order and he'd better do it. Um, he hasn't got a lot. I mean, the honeymoon is over. There's not a lot of time left. He was left with a disaster by Mayor de Blasio, but that's no excuse. He, he just has to get on and stop talking and actually act, do something. Agreed. He will, uh, like today, for example, he's going to go to Timothy Klein's funeral, God rest his soul, a brave fireman who we lost at the young age of 31, about to be buried in Bell Harbor in about, in about two hours. And Adams is going to say all the right things and stand up there yeah. very emotional and all that nonsense. And it doesn't mean anything because anybody can do that. But you promised you didn't run, uh, M Miranda, and say, look, the city is in such bad shape, I really can't fix it. If he said that, I'd be fine with this. He promised to fix it. Now go out and fix it, damn it. Hey, uh, we love you. You're great. Thank you for calling from Australia. Enjoy your next few weeks in the homeland, and we'll talk to you and see you when you get back. You're the absolute best. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sid. Thanks, you got Bernie. It. Take care. Bye. Sure Miranda Devine, New York Post. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabolaw, where winning is no accident.